Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Jacob from the JDT Podcast back with another episode. Today, we're going to have a special guest by the name of Joel, who has created a game for those who may have issues with becoming social. Like I said, it is a drinking game, so you know I'm down for it. And so with that, I'm just ready to get into this episode. So with no further intro, Joel is adding on to the show now. What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing good, doing good. So yeah, as I spoke on in the intro, I I explained about your game. So if you could explain for everyone the game that you created. So I created a, I created a drinking game. Um, it's a board game um, called Drunk as Fuck. Okay. So it's an all inclusive icebreaker game for really to help people who deal and battle with social anxiety. Okay. Uh, what all what all comes with it, or what's the layout of the game? I know you're saying it's a board game. Yeah, so I, it comes with um, sixteen bracelets, mm-hmm. um, different colors, uh, eight game pieces, um, just like little man, some a dice, uh, a game board. I I uh, put the game rules in and. Just a flyer to let you, you know, anyone else who played the game know where they can reach me at through uh, Instagram. Okay, so you add, you know, you're promoting yourself as well as the business yeah. with that. Okay, that's cool. So, now with that game, how, what's the, like, how do you actually play it? Like, if if we were getting ready to play, how would you explain to me the rules of the game? Okay, so, uh, first, the first, the very first thing is you have to find someone, you have to choose someone to be the game keeper. So the gamekeeper's role um, is to distribute the beads accordingly, make sure everyone who needs to drink drinks, and uh, just to keep up with the rules, make sure everyone know how to play the rules or uh, relay the rules to each player of the game when it's there to, when they land on it was that turn to um, speak. Okay. Okay. After that, um, you just roll the dice, uh, move your your men however many spaces you roll and whatever you roll on, you just do what um, the rule is for that game. So I, I created the board. Um, it's, it's, it's basically a mixture of uh, Monopoly and Mardi Gras. So okay. it's um, do a deed to earn a B. So that's what the purpose of the bracelet is. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, with that said, you roll and play the board, but it's also games on the board where you have to get up from the board and play amongst the group. You know, what I'm so yeah. just so everyone can share, you all can share each other energies and you know just uh, respond and react to each other. Okay, that's what's up. That's uh, it definitely sounds like something I'd be interested in getting to. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. a vibe, you know. Oh, definitely yeah. a vibe. Yeah. Cause I've, it's been, well, I know, um, used to play a lot of drinking games, but that's yeah. definitely, that definitely sounds like something I'll be into right there. Yeah. So, yeah, you um, know, send me your information. I'll send you a game all right, and okay. a shirt and a t-shirt. Okay, cool. Cool. I appreciate that. Um, so what, what inspired you like just fully to make, to create the game? Um, I would say it started in 2017. So 2017 was kind of a rough, a rough year for me. Um, mm-hmm. I took a lot of losses that year. Um, and my life, well, I'm not going to say I took a lot of, 
a lot of losses. Um, things happened, and it was basically, um, I feel like God saying to start over. You know what I'm saying? But the past is the past. Uh, move on from it. Just get going. Yeah. Um, so one day I was talking to a friend of mine, and you know, me and her, we just talking about the how 2017 was just kind of rough. Yeah. And that, I guess that negative conversation led to us talking about all the pot, like <laughs> the best times of our life. Yeah. <laughs> it led to nothing but positive vibes and positive energy. And um, so I did, I started talking about my college experience and how much, you know, fun I had in college. Um, and, you know, I was, as I was telling my stories and reminiscing, um, you know, she started saying, it started positive with her, and then she got to talking about how um, it's a few things that she wished she could change because she dealt with, like, she was just anxious around people. She didn't really know how to uh, integrate herself. She uh-huh. didn't know how to, um, you know, she didn't party a lot. She was in the in the, in inside, you know, and then she, she left school early, and she just stayed home and started working, and, you know, and... It's like a light bulb hitting, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I, I wanted to change that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't want, I wanted to do something. And I didn't know what to do, but. Yeah, you know you wanted um, to help help her in that situation yeah, and others. Yeah, yeah and it's like, um, man, it's like, uh, I mean, I didn't know what what I was going to do, mm-hmm. but I know when I started, it ended up being it ended up it turned into something. Mm-hmm. You, you, like um, it's like I was on autopilot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? and it just and uh, yeah. So I started with I made the, the first game I've ever made was from scratch. Like I bought the chip boober. Like it was it was. It was ugly, but you know it got the job. It got the job done. Like I, yeah. I had a, a old version of Photoshop, and I just was pe- piecing together the graphics. Um, I went to Staples, printed it out. You know, glued the board together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I said it, it wasn't the prettiest board, but it gave it allowed me to go from party to party and test it out and see what games to change. So I add games, has people reacting, learning the crowd, has people responding uh, mm-hmm. to each other. You know what I'm saying? Get some actual feedback from the people I'm trying to help out. Yeah, so. yeah. And that's definitely sometimes when you have that vision of what you want, although what is in front of you may not be exactly like your end point, it helps you, it does help you get to your goal later on, you know? And yeah. that was like even like when we were talking before we started recording about even how everything started out yeah. on my end. Yeah. I, I honestly never thought or could see myself talking about having a podcast or creating one. And yeah. after about I probably spent maybe two weeks like researching how to make one, the tools I would need, everything like that. And yeah. Even when I first started, I was like, eh, this, this, I don't know how I feel about it. And, right. and after that, I then continued on and just kept, kept trying different things, whether it was 
trying to change my voice or whatever to to speak act octa- to get my octaves in the right in the right form or get to the right level to be able to to get to the right person listening you know so I always just said for myself even if I'm not able to reach a a million people or a thousand people as long as I reach one person I'm good Right, one person a day. Exactly. Yes, yes. So that's 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 always been just like my goal and anything I do to just try to be able to reach or get across to one person and then I would be satisfied regardless. So that that's pretty dope that you had like your one person that that it did help out and everything that started what is now as looking at the finished product and everything is definitely um a, a game changer for sure. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, how did you? How were you able to, to get it like on the marketing side and just you know be able to put it out, for for sale and everything. Um. So I got, a, I got, a, I kind of got a background in marketing. Oh. Okay. Um, I well, I studied marketing for as soon as I got out of high school for like mm-hmm. eight years, um, but it was more so for music purposes. Yeah. Um. And I, I guess everything I learned through them eight years, uh, I just come, I put it all together. It all came together with this project. Okay. So, um, like I said, I, I built the first game from scratch. And the second game, I had to find me a, a manufacturer. Okay. Uh, either, either, it, it, I, I came to a crossroads. It was either, um, I was going to be making every single game, so I had to buy the material. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Man. so hard to find all the material I needed at uh-huh. a reasonable price. So, um, I mean, I was looking for a, a long time, um, and COVID came, and it was like, it shut everything down. So yeah. I guess I, I, I guess I was rushing that. For maybe I was rushing. Yeah. Because uh, um, I wanted to find it. Because the way people re- was responding to the game, I built by hand. It was so. Uh, it was like fire. Yeah, yeah. It was like positive, where is that? Where can really I get it? Like, yeah, and I wasn't ready for. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't. You know, I didn't have no more games. It was hard for me to get the material. I wasn't. I wasn't ready for. The response I got from the pros, my first, my very first prototype. Yeah. And, um, I mean, COVID was rough, but it was a blessing in disguise. It allowed me to take my time um, and find, really find what I need, what yeah. I needed. So, um, I, my manufacturer is in China. Mm-hmm. I was trying to, I was trying to find somebody in America at first, but again, I'm, the prices was. <laughs> yeah. You gotta find. You have to find what like what fits your means, you know. Yeah. And that's like I know. Even when what you were talking about with um, not being prepared yet physically yeah. for the for the way that that it took off. Sometimes what I had to realize is that we we're not always things aren't always gonna move in our time, you know. So that it it honestly that that saying for myself it 
it helps slow me down when I'm when I know I'm trying to rush myself in certain right. situations. And honestly, I think it, it it helped your it helped your situation as well in creating the game because that there gave you more time to ensure that you found the right company who could help you create it, you know, right. for for the price that you were looking for, so that way it could get distributed to to whoever wanted it. Right. You know, so that time is definitely right. something that it, it things work out in funny ways, you know. So yeah. That is, no, it's a good thing to get extra time, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, that's something you can't get back. Exactly. So. That is non-refundable because at the end of the day, regardless, whatever you go through, time is going to keep going. Right. So, yeah. When, um, so you, you started it for a friend, started the game for a friend. Then you, you got your, you had your background from uh from marketing and everything right then after that you found your company right so when you started when you first got your first shipment of the games in from the company and you saw your your game that you created right there in your hands yeah. how was that feeling like what did you feel like when you saw your finished product <laughs> finally in your hands and it was yeah. not your prototype that you made? <laughs> I think I called everybody on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was an amazing feeling. I, uh, you know, especially the people who was, you know, saw my development, you mm-hmm. know, uh, it was exciting. You know, it was, it was really exciting. It's just, it felt like, uh, like a miracle. Yeah. You know, it felt like, uh, it was unbelievable, you know? Um, I mean, I mean, it, it took me three years. Uh-huh. To develop it, test it, and actually find somebody is, you know, yeah. I couldn't. I was bouncing off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> now, so it, you said it took you three years? Yeah. Okay. So, all that time, because I some of my followers are asking me, like, why won't things just happen right then and there, right? You know, and I mean, to me, honestly, I don't, I don't ever say that there's an overnight sensation. Because, like, even when a certain, if you watch sports, you get certain players that'll get their moment and they come right. in and they ball, right? Right, right, And right. then you have, like, artists that just come out of nowhere and they just hit the industry and start booming. Right. But what a lot of people don't see is that work that they put in before that. So over your right. three years of creating your game, did you ever have doubts about it? Did you ever feel like maybe this this isn't what I need to do? Maybe I need to find a different a different outlook as to try to help. Um. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. I I would say my I had a doubt. No, I had a doubt. Um. Me, um so I have a I had a catering business before the game, uh-huh. and I just really started to get some momentum with the catering business and i had the idea for the game and it's like i couldn't stop i couldn't get it out of my mind so uh i was at a crossroads and am i gonna stop doing what i've been doing i've been working on the catering business 2015. okay um am i gonna stop and after all the money i spent all the time i put in uh and try to develop this 
ideas that just came to me almost spontaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm, you know, I just, uh, it took me some time. I didn't just jump right into it. Uh, and, I mean, I, I would say that is the most doubt I had when it came to the game. Yeah, trying uh, to decide it, which way you were going to go. Yeah, because I, I spent so much time and money on, and that was one of one of the things I want like the catering. Um, uh, that was that was something I wanted since I was a child. Yeah. Um, so I knew one. I, I told when I was ten, I used to tell all my friends, "I'm gonna I'm gonna have a restaurant before I turn thirty. And at tw- 20, uh, 24, 24, uh I started. You know, I started mm-hmm. building and building and building, and um, it was it was looking great. It was looking great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had this idea, and I knew I had to. I had to, I had to do it. I had to get it out of my mind. I couldn't get it out of my, I couldn't think of nothing else. Yeah. I was getting, I was being, uh, like I couldn't focus, you know, I'd be doing something and my mind just on this idea that, you know, so I couldn't focus and, um, I told myself I'm going to get it out of my head. And once I got it out of my head, it was, um, it's, it's like fire. Yeah. You know, I just it, started it was, going. It, yeah, I couldn't, it couldn't, I couldn't, it was uncontrollable. I couldn't, you know. But with that being said, you know, I didn't give up on the, the catering as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to incorporate it with the game. Okay. So I also do event hostings, you know what I'm saying, where I actually bring out a game or two, um, depending on the person. Uh, or type, well, I'm sorry, not the person, the type of event. And, um, I do the marketing for the event, um, and also add a catering fee to it. You okay. know, and if they, I have two caterers who I partner with uh-huh. um, as well, because um, I only do specialty dishes. So um, I get, get I give them options. So. Yeah. So now it's like it. It seems like all with you adding the game to your catering and marketing. It seems like all three of them are now yeah. tying in to each other. Yes. So. That's the goal. Yeah. So it's all just all coming full circle now. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah so that's what like, it's, it's funny how things just, just fall into place. Even when you, you sometimes either question or even doubt what, what you've been presented in certain circumstances. And so that's why I just really, it, I find everything funny as to how things work out. Because right. like even even the other day, I went to the store, and somebody that I met in Africa, that that left, maybe like three three or four months before I even was getting ready to leave, mm-hmm. I I was just walking into the store, and ran right into him. And now, like, this is somebody that I met that's almost, while being almost 10,000 miles away from home. And to come back to the States and run right into that person, like, not even as a plan. Now, it could have been anything because he was checking out when I was walking in. 
And I, if I would have hit, if I would have hit a traffic light, or if I would have just ran into traffic or something like you know, or even if he didn't even need as many items to you know to go shopping for, we could have ended up missing each other. Although right. you know, so it's like it's crazy how how things work out and play and go into right. effect just so so randomly like that, you know. So it's definitely I know it's definitely been been busy for you and you've been keeping it up. It seems like you you handle a lot of things, a lot of business and everything, you know. So it's definitely dope to be able to to um have your hand in in so many different pots, but it on, it only makes you better. It makes you more marketable as a person. So that's, that's really cool. it definitely helps but it definitely helps it all connected yeah. you know because if if they uh, conflict if it was a conflict for me to do this one or that one it'd be it'd be way different it'd oh be way yeah. Different. yeah that's what i i could guarantee you like it's been so many things where um i had to try to just figure out what was gonna be my i guess like the thing that I decided to stick with and out of everything when I when I would think about it I was just like why not just do them all you know so when I when I was talking to to friends or or just people that are in positions where I want to I see myself at in the next few months next year and everything I um one of the things that all of them have told me is to just master everything. Start learning right. everything. Whatever you want to be involved in or a part of, just start learning it. Because at right. the end of the day, it's not going to do anything but make you better. So it's, it's pretty crazy. Cause, so did you ever think, I know you said when you were a child that that you knew you wanted to have your own restaurant but did you ever think that you would ever create like a game or like be? Did you think that you would be where you are today? No. As a child, yeah. No, I. Uh, I mean, it was a dream of mine. Yeah, I wanted to be a businessman. Um, but by the time I made it to college, it was engineering. I wanted to do something with engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after college, it led to me. Um, trying to be, well, not trying to be, working towards um, being a part of the Chicago Fire Department. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I was working on working towards that for about seven, seven years. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I didn't, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have guessed it. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, I wouldn't have guessed. I wanted to be here, um, but the way, you know, I like, I like work. Yeah. That's what's up. Cause it's it's definitely a few things of mine, not aside from college, but like just just working wise, where um, it's it's taking time. So, I what I had to just realize is that, cause I was seeing other people or even friends of mine, even people I went to high school with and college with where they were doing some of the things that I wanted to do. And even now, still doing things that I want to do, you know. But, I like, you got to realize what what most people don't understand is that that's their life. You know, you can't, you can't live your life 
off of or trying to compare your life from somebody else's life because everybody has their own story. Uh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's real talk, though. Uh, uh, a friend of mine used to always say comparison is deep for all joy. That's real. Yep. That is. So, we talked about your marketing, your food trucks, your catering, and your game. What else do you? What else are you handling right now? Um, so I'm currently working on a children's game, mm-hmm. and uh, I just finished writing a children's book. Okay. So right now I have uh, I, I pay I found the illustrator I got an illustrator um, drawing out the rough the rough drawings I did for the book. <laughs> I found I have an illustrator. Um, mm-hmm making it more professional. Okay. And, and um, I think early 2020, 2022, I'm going to start the process of actually developing my, developing my children's game. Okay. Yeah, that's what, like, so when you, did you decide for the children's game after you fully developed the uh, first game? Yes. Okay. So, just, yeah. uh, I just want to include everybody. Yeah. You know, um, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I do believe that children deal with uh, social uh, social anxiety way more than adults. Yeah. So, so to, to develop something to help you at your earliest stages instead of at your adult stages, uh, I think it's definitely going to be a challenge, but uh, you know, if I could, if I could create something to do that for a generation, um, that's what I want to do. Okay. Yeah, because it's like, like we said earlier, it's so many different people that that you could help that you don't even realize like you helped. Right. I remember once before I I um I went to I want to say it was a church I spoke at, mm-hmm. and it probably. From the time of the, that I spoke there to the time of me running into someone from that event, uh, it probably was almost about a year had passed. And and the guy, he came up to me and he was like, hey, man, don't I know you from somewhere? And I was like, eh, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, what's up? You know, and he was like, no, nah, I know what it was. You spoke, you spoke at my church. And we talked for a little minute. And then right before we went our separate ways, he was like, yeah, I still remember. I still remember this one thing that you said, man. It stuck with me to this day, man. I liked it, you know. I I still I I tell some of my friends about that day, and it's something that I I just after that day it just it stuck with me. So after that, like that's what made me feel good, like. And I honestly, I honestly went back and I tried to find my notes in my iPad. I tried to find. Like my notes in my in the little pad that I write in, I could never find. I couldn't even because that's why I start. That's what made me start dating my stuff when I write now because I I found stuff, but I just didn't know which one it was that he was talking about. Right, right. So like it was like it's just so many different things that um. I mean, you get busy and start doing things, and like I said, I don't remember what it was. Right, but. Just the simple fact that he remembered to not only remember my face, but still talk about 
what what I said from that one program, it was you know it made me feel good at the fact nah. that I was able to reach out and connect with someone. So I definitely enjoyed that. Yeah, you touched that man. You yeah. never like you never know what you say that uh, get through to somebody. You yeah, know what I'm definitely. So, so when you are writing, um, I mean when you are speaking, uh huh. Um, do you just do you deviate from your notes at all, or do we just stick to your notes? I mean, primarily for myself, it's not that I I would say that I have a script. I go off of what I feel. So, for the most part, whenever I do go somewhere to speak, they tell me either what they would like for me to like go off of for my speech, or either just tell me, all right, we have, this is an empowerment program. It's an empowerment conference. So, speak on something motivational. And so, I take my time and I'll, you know, I'll go from there. And uh, I never, I never do the the same speech twice. A lot of a lot of people that that I watch or that I've listened to, they'll have a great speech. And now, don't get me wrong, like there's nothing wrong with it, but I feel that it doesn't make you as authentic to go to different places saying the same thing over and over again. Right, right, you know, right. so right. what I do, like I said, I'll write stuff down or either type it down on my iPad and I'll go like I set my notes up, like my key points for whatever I'm gonna speak on up to make sure they're like, okay, I gotta hit this one, I gotta hit this one. And then I have little notes in between there as to my points for that 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 bullet. But then depending on what I'm feeling in that moment, other things may just just come out, you know? Right. So there's been times where I've gone places and I spoke and I legit had two or three pages to follow. But due to the fact that I didn't feel that that was what I needed to continue with, not based off of the crowd, not not following me or anything, I just didn't feel like that message at that time was what the crowd listening to me needed. So honestly, I feel like whenever I speak that I start connecting with those that I'm engaging with. So I I start getting a, a different type of energy and it comes off and comes out as what I feel that that one person that I'm trying to reach needs to hear. So it's it's kind of like a a partial thing as to me partially following what I wrote down and then a partial thing as to what I'm feeling. Nah, you know, nah, so, that's, yeah. That's dope though. That's yeah. the that's the be a motivational speaker. Actually get on stage and that's that's the that's like the number one fear in the world. <laughs> Man, I honestly I remember the first time I tried to I tried to uh, do the number one thing that everybody says. Just imagine everybody in their underwear. And the first time I did that, in the middle of my speech, I just started laughing. Because I, <laughs> I looked up. As I looked up, I I imagined a couple of people in their underwear, for real. And it was kind of funny to me. So, I mean, I'm I'm goofy. So, I just, just started laughing. 
And so I continued on, but it was it was kind of funny as to how me laughing at that moment literally had tied into my speech because it was a it was supposed to be a humorous speech and contest. So they wanted us to add like little funny things in there, but it just it all worked out. But ever since then, it's just been for me to just go out there and just I I honestly don't know. I I enjoy talking already. And I feel like I can talk with anybody. So my main thing is just going out there and and trying to connect with whoever. So I'm I'm going to look at people in the crowd like eye to eye contact. I'm going to got my hands when I'm expressing something. I'll hold my hand out towards that person so they can like you know to build that connection and that rapport with that person you know so that way it's engaging them into me as I'm as I'm giving my speech but at that same time with me moving around it's making me more comfortable you know so I'm like okay if if I if I see this person here is engaged into what I'm saying all right cool Whew. I'm good and so I just honestly feel like, because I literally try to look at everybody's eyes that's in the in the group that's there. So that way I feel like, instead of feeling like I'm giving an actual speech, I feel more so like I'm just talking to one person numerous times. So that, that definitely helps me out because it was just, and I... Nobody taught me that. It was really just something that, as I continued on, I just happened to just realize, like, okay, if you if you make eye contact with different people throughout your speech, it's necessarily not a speech. It's just more so a one-on-one conversation. Right. So, so you just found your way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so it, it helped out a lot. But, yeah, so... It was definitely a great thing to have you on the show. You taught me a lot. I'm going to be standing by for that game now because I'm definitely going to put it to use, too. I got you. And before before we get out of here, what is your Instagram name? Um, So my Instagram is um, drunkasf underscore official. So it's drunkasfuck underscore official. Okay. And if anyone was interested in buying a game, how could they get that? So you can go to the Instagram. The link in, the link is in my bio. Also, my website is drunkasfofficial.com. You can head straight to the website and get a game. All right, then. And how much are they? The game is 35 Okay, cool, cool. Well, yeah, man, I definitely enjoyed having you on the show today. I appreciate you for everything that you did. And just out and being like definitely because I know it was something it was pretty cool like to be able like you said earlier to help out that friend and now yeah. being able to help out numerous people, you know. Yeah. So it's yeah, definitely no, thank you. Oh yeah, man, no problem, no problem. Definitely. All right, guys, we're gonna be wrapping it up now. Thank you again for listening to the show, and be blessed. Peace.